Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to Dungeonetics. We're a Connecticut-based podcast that will never ask for a Patreon. That's not what this is about. This is about recording creativity and imagination from loose in the time where those things are needed. Welcome to Dungeonetics. Last time on Dungeonetics, our intrepid troop trounced its way past the eight-legged spiders and made its way to the path to the Neverlight Grove. Also, Fane, our necromantic, sword-fighting, all-around jolly good fellow, names his zombies. Huh. I wonder if any one of them is going to be called Rob Zombie. Oh, we'll find out. Thank you very much for listening, as always. We can be reached at all things Dungeonetics. That's Gmail and Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. And, uh, see you on the break. Thank you. I'm not quite sure how tonight's going to go, because I think it'd be awesome it's going to suck. Is one of Werther's original? Do you have those? <laughs> oh my gosh, do you have those? Holy point, shit. I don't Oh, yeah. Trust me one. Trust me one. Good to have. I got some Snickers over here. Do you have the bronchitis or the clap? Um, <laughs> well, I, I, I reject the notion that it has to be an either or. <laughs> uh, but in this case, I appear to have some sort of a sinus infection. Mm. My condolences. Is it like Corona? <laughs> what? No! Am I the only one roasting in this room right now? Oh, no, 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 it's kind of warm. Yeah. Is that Do you know window that open? When we left off, our intrepid group of adventurers <laughs> were taking the call to six of Vel- from Velkenveld, even though uh, Archon typically is not the, it's not that group. Um, along with their What's companions, that? the Mykonids rumpled up the stool. The uh, rock gnome ghost Pelic, the dwarven scout Eldeth, the gnome twins Topsy and Turby, and the halfling explorer Fargus Rumblefoot. On Fargus's tip, the group found the burial place of the ancient sword mage Brysis of Caharn. Uh, in her crypt, the group actually encountered the remnants of Brysis and her four followers and managed to defeat them gaining as part of their prize the uh, ancient dawn, uh, sorry, the ancient sun blade called Dawnbringer. The group continued on their way to the Neverlight Grove following uh, the instructions that had been laid out for them uh, both by some of their contacts at Grappelstug and also uh, Stool and Rumpadumps very rudimentary knowledge of the area about. Uh, the group encountered a group of Nothics in a small side tunnel, as well as uh, stumbling into a giant batch of Shrieker fungi that alerted uh, a pair of Gretsch demons, or sorry, a pair of rock demons to their presence. Uh, defeating both of them, the group continued on, and a few days later made their way to the entrance to the Neverlight Grove. <clears throat> there are many passages leading to the Neverlake Grove, but most are little more than narrow fissures run, riven by trickles of water. 
Only one natural tunnel is fit for relatively easy travel by medium creatures yourselves, formed by a drying underground stream and dimly lit by glowing lichen. As you continue moving into the grove, you are suddenly having the horrors of the Underdark left behind for the first time in quite some time. You find yourself in a hidden and strangely enchanted place. It's odd, alien, and serenely beautiful. The access tunnel opens up above the grove's main floor, providing you a panoramic view of a mushroom forest that covers every surface, including the ceiling, and illuminates the darkness with brilliantly colorful bioluminescent patterns. On the other side of this exotic forest, the, narrow ca the cavern narrows into a ravine. Beyond the ravine, a glimpse of a majestic mushroom tower can be seen, although poor light and rising mist makes it impossible to discern the details. Uh, Rumpadump and Stool are both extremely excited. Just it, you, through the rapport scores that you share, you can just get this overwhelming feeling of happiness and contentment and relief. It is the feeling somebody gets when you are home and safe and all the troubles of the day are done and you can just put your head on the pillow and rest. That is the feeling that is just suffusing your bodies while at the same time Stool's high-pitched chatter and Rumpadump's low rumbling um, continue to, to fill your minds as well. It is an odd area in that there are no sounds of creatures coming whatsoever. There's no sound of creatures, and you realize as you are looking at Stool and Rumpadump that these creatures do not have mouths and have never made noises. They've literally never made any noises around you. Um, and now that you are at the doorstep of a huge colony of myconids, they still don't make any noises. What you hear instead is um, a slow and steady and methodical drip of water from different surface, uh, surfaces, kind of a, a gentle rush like of uh, wind and movement, air current movement through the caverns, moving some of the fungi and lichen about. Um, the smells are quite interesting and exotic. Like it's a, a rich, loamy kind of, you know, there's, it's a, a smell of decay, but it's a very healthy one. One that makes you think of the outside and gardens and, and you know, the, the air just after a rain. Being in a garden or someplace surrounded by vegetarian just after, uh, vegetables just after a rain. This may mean a lot less, by the way, for Duncan. Um, having, you know, a dwarf typically living underground, like, you probably haven't had a lot of positive floral experiences. Yeah. <laughs> but the rest of you can at least sort of associate this with Duncan. He's just going, like, mm, smells like, smells like growing things. I'm not sure how I feel about that. Um, during the approach, Stool and, and Rumpadub have explained a little bit more about the Mykonid lifestyle to you, um, which kind of explains a little bit about how they work. Typically, Mykonid days are divided into three sections. So in a given one day, 24-hour period, Mykonids will work for up to eight hours uh, based on their circle. Each Mykonid is assigned to one of these circles within the colony, and that circle performs specific functional tasks for the rest of the colony. The next eight hours are spent with the entire colony in a telepathic communion, which they call melding. They do this for eight hours, and in that way, they all share all of their experiences throughout the day. So a given Mykonid at the end of his day has experienced everything that every other Mykonid in the colony has experienced. Then they rest for eight hours. 
um, and then the cycle starts anew. So they're very quiet, they're very calm and shy. Stool basically lets you know, like, I am a very outgoing version of me. There are lots and lots of mechanisms that are much quieter, like Rupadump, for example. Not very talkative is Rupadump. So you guys are coming in through this large uh, tunnel area here. Let's get you a little bit of descriptiveness. This is another, this is not, this chapter is not laid out quite as poorly as the, uh, the Grackelstub chapter, but it's a very near thing. <clears throat> Can I, uh, Absolutely. before we, we enter in? By all means. Um, guys, just keep your eye out for Sarah. <laughs> Only one eye, okay. <laughs> and that white queen uh, that we're talking about. I... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I feel like yeah. he won't be seeing Seraph anymore. Didn't his head explode? Into a fungus. Into a fungus. And he got appropriate. up danced around for a while. Oh. So, yeah, he got, he got up, danced around with the rest of them in a circle, and then phased through a, uh, a fungal portal in the wall. So, terrifying. So, yeah, a little, <laughs> little disturbing. Even though this seems like a friendly place, just head on a swivel. This is very friendly place, bro. <laughs> I understand that. My kids don't like that. They don't dance. Thanks until dance. My kids do not dance. I keep telling you this. The beginning of the end. <laughs> what about you and I? We've been practicing our kickstand moves. You keep trying. I keep oh, telling you. My kids do not dance. <laughs> okay, rumble. Okay, rumble. Okay. Okay. Two against one. How are my kids born? My kid is not born. My kid is grown by the circle of spores. <laughs> Do they choose to grow more magnets when they need more? Yeah. Yeah, keep the balance. Uh, so as you are entering in, you are coming in around uh, to area one. Pale cream and beige stalks grow thick and tall, resembling a surface world forest. Fungi grow in profusion everywhere, and it's hard to find anything resembling a path between them. The giant caps of jerkwood mushrooms obscure your view of the cavern ceiling. The luminescent fungi there give off a shimmering aura. With each step taken on the soggy ground, a rank scent of decay rises around you. Periodically, as you look towards the edges, especially up along the outer edge here, area two, you can see that there is a purpley glow of Fair's Rest up uh, along that area. There's some suffusion throughout the rest of the grove, but primarily there seems to be a high concentration up in that area. Um, as you continue to approach forward, It's another little view, kind of, of, of the kind of thing that we're looking at there. Yeah. <coughs> what you had taken to be just kind of more vegetation on one of the wall kind of steps and leans forward towards you, uh, and you find yourself looking at this creature. Um, the creature kind of leans down towards you, as opposed to Stool, who is maybe two and a half feet tall, and Rumpadump, who's about three and a half. Uh, this creature is well over six and a half feet tall. Um, it is, does in fact have a staff that seems to be kind of covered like this in some fungi. And it leans down and looks towards all of you. Stool in the front happily like dances back and forth. And in your head you can hear, Move along! Move along! The creature leans forward and there's a as the spores kind of waft out over you. 
softers. I am Lubalon. I am the leader of the Circle of Hunters. Welcome to the Grove. You have brought us back our lost sprouts. You are welcome here. Oh. The sovereigns will want to speak to you, Stool. Oh. <laughs> I never asked, but how did Stool and Rumpadump, how did you guys get all the way over to... Where did we find them? Well, Rumpadump, we found in jail with us. Falcon Bell, didn't we? Yeah. Uh, no, Stool, yeah, uh, Stool was in the cell with you in Velkenvelve. He had been captured, he'd gotten separated out from his group and had been captured by Seraph, actually. Uh, um, <coughs> we brought him back to Velkenvelve. This was before Seraph started executing fellow guards uh, and got thrown in jail himself. Rumpadump was one of the... Um, circle that was corrupted by whatever influence the white lady or whatever they called her was um, and had not been affected by the influence. You met him in the uh, Whirlstone Caverns under, under Grapplestone. What does the Circle of the Hunters do, Lubalon? It is our job to provide nourishment to the rest of the colony. So we go into the outside and find creatures that can be brought back and added to the fungal wilds for reanimation. And he kind of gestures, and as you follow his his uh, gesture, you can see that there are amongst, now that your eyes are adjusting a little bit, you can see easily a half a dozen myconids um, kind of moving about in the forest, like tending to things that, like they're, the specific, specifics of their actions are completely lost to you, but they appear to be doing some sort of tending and farming. Occasionally, one of the <coughs> giant jerkwood trees will actually move, and you will realize it has been awakened, and it will just take a few steps and then resettle. Uh, but the other thing that you are noticing is mixed amongst the different myconids that are out there, and I said a half a dozen, there's more than that, probably a couple dozen moving around, is about a half a dozen quagoff. The quagoff are moving, but they're not moving the way Quagoth typically do, and at a quick glance you can see that they are covered in fungal growth, and their eyes don't have any sort of awareness to them. They look like the stuff that was covering Sarah. Make a nature check. Six. Hard to tell. You don't You don't think so, but I mean, it's it all looks like fungus to you. Um, but the, the one thing you can tell is these creatures don't seem to be alive. Lubalum kind of leans in. When creatures die near the grove, we bring them here to feed the soil. And on occasion, if they are in strong enough shape, we create servants from them to help guard and help perform our tasks in the grove. Sounds like what Fane does. Well. <laughs> 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 I knew without Did we forget to feed them? <laughs> no, nope. I've been eating steadily. I just don't know that you guys really <laughs> That attention. was closed, John. No, 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 no. no. They, they, listen, I, I would love to tell you of all the great stories of, of 
of stool, and I'm stool. I'm sure you can expound. But your boy here, this, 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 what a brave stool, stool is. You can see Flo's kind of misting up a little bit, getting a little teary eyed, thinking about her young little boy. Moving on. How old is he? Too, too young. Too young for the hardship he's, he's had to endure. I don't disagree with any of them, actually. Stool even died. We saw also a vision of Stool's death. And, uh, <coughs> unfortunately, um, is there a certain uh, food, uh, Luba, Lung, that tastes better than other food? Like, is there a particular type of fungus which is more palatable to Which fungus is fungus? It is all nourishment. Good friend of Stool. Ah. There is. Perhaps you would be willing to aid the circle of hunters with a task. Seems like kind of our shtick. Why not? It's likely, but we really do have one main mission between all six of us, and that's honestly to get topside. And we've been told that there's just the slightest possibility that this is the place to go. I would not be of help in this arena. Sorry, I'm pulling up all of my mic and ends here. That's where we want to be. What's up, Mushroom's favorite movie theater food? Smokehouse. Mike and Mike and it. <laughs> that was worth a shot. I had, oh. I had, 15, I had a shot at it. What am I saying? Smokehouse is good enough. That's the. <laughs> that's the thing snow caps like mushroom caps. Yes, that's, that's not bad. I know, not, not easy, not easy. <clears throat> I would suspect that of all of the Mykonids here in this colony, Rasharun would be the one to hate you. Rasharun is the circle leader of the circle of explorers. Ooh, Ooh there's multiple circles. There are seven circles here. Oh. <laughs> Why are there seven? That's a great question. It is something that Sovereign Philo has insisted upon lately. But that doesn't make sense. There's only the five circles. Yes, but things have changed since you have been gone, little friend. Sovereign Philo <clears throat> has created new ways. No longer do we commune all as one group. Instead, the circles, the circle leaders, need to commune with the sovereigns and then spread their joy to their own circles. Sovereign Philo claims this is the more efficient way to meld. Has Sovereign Philo been sovereign for a long time? Sovereign Philo has been sovereign for most of the existence of this circle. Two years ago, Sovereign Vasilia also came. The two of them joined circles, and now Sovereign Philo and Sovereign Vasilia work together. And someday their knowledge will go to a new Sovereign when both of their times have passed. What are the two new circles? One is the circle the inner circle. This is the circle of leaders. The other, I am 
It is for certain specials that only Sovereign Philo has selected. I do it. Insight on Go for it. This is an incredibly strange creature. <coughs> they this, You have no idea how to take any of it, but you are definitely understanding that these creatures, their thought processes, their morality, their understanding of life cycles, all of it is completely alien to you. Um, so it may be a little challenging for you to try to discern their motive uh, in, in the way that you typically would. Can I, just to be clear, you said she's been here for two years, Sovereign Philo? Sovereign Dasidia came two years ago oh, okay. and joined his circle. Basically, like, they'll, as, as they're communicating, you're also getting these, like, washes of kind of emotion and kind of visions. The rapport spores are letting you into some of the melds that, that the Mykonids experience fully, so you're getting flashes of their memories. This particular circle has been here for quite some time and was led by Sovereign Philo. Basically, when a particular Mycenae becomes large enough, it breaks and becomes distinct from the rest of the colony, acts as the sovereign, and leads the colony until such time as it goes back into the earth and another sovereign is selected. About two years ago, another Mycenae colony that had been displaced from its own home came upon the grove. It was led by another sovereign called Sovereign Basidia. The two sovereigns decided that if they melded their two groups together, it would create a much stronger community. Do I pick up on any trepidation or any any Ill, at Ill ease from the hearing of the change of the circles from the stool? Um, the stool is definitely confused. Why don't you make an insight check as well? Okay. <clears throat> Yours, Mom, you should be good at this. <laughs> oh! Oh! That's <laughs> a 21. That's a nat 20. Um, it may be the amount of time that you've spent with stool. Probably. But you are detecting wariness in Lubalong, not towards you, but towards this new this new organization. Yeah. Oh, and Lubalong itself is wary about this. That's what I'm saying. Lubalong, yeah. Um, Stool is definitely getting the Rumpadump is, uh, like, Stool is thoroughly confused. Rumpadump is put out, does not like change. Um, and Lubalum is definitely concerned about these good changes that have been taking place. Lubalum? Yes, friend of Stool? Do you have an honorific? We do a not, title? We do not use titles or honorifics. Ah. There is no need. Sober. We do not need to distinguish ourselves the way the softeners do. The logic here is. I am the leader of the circle of hunters. But another hunter could easily take the lead if they so wish. I see. And if it was the good of the circle. In, in my time, I have been a scholar. Do you mind if I ask you a question about the methods scholar? of sharing? Of course. <clears throat> it, it seems, based on my reading and knowledge, that the most efficient way of sharing information would be to do it all at once. What is the reasoning behind sharing with one group and then sharing with another group? I'm curious if it's Sovereign. knowledge that I do not yet possess. Sovereign Philo tells us it is the better way. In his word is law? In 
is, there is no law on the Mycanids. It is just the way. It is the way. The way. According to the sovereigns. According to the sovereigns. Yes. The huh. sovereigns make the decisions for the circles. And do the sovereigns ever make, ever make bad decisions? What is bad? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's when you make a decision that turns out to be more problematic than a different decision. You would have a good decision and a bad decision. The good decision would bring, for instance, more food, and a bad decision would bring less food. You are speaking of luck and fate. <laughs> no. Oh, the decision has been, if a decision is made and something good comes of it, it is a good decision. It means it cannot. If a decision is made and something bad happens, is that a bad decision? How do you know which decision is good and which decision is bad before you make the decision? Can you see the future, friend of school? Well, we can all see the future in a limited manner. If you walk straight ahead... Oh, no, not this again. <laughs> if you walk straight ahead and there's a fork in the I road... I tap out the report for a little bit. You can see the future in a limited manner because there are only three choices you can make. You can go forward to the left, forward to the right, or backward. In this way, we all see the future in a limited way. You can also stay where you are. That is also a what choice. What do you know about cycle theory? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> what do those words mean? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, there it is. <laughs> What's this quest or task you have? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Near our cavern, there is a small cave where a Crick Alpha has established itself and has begun to breed. Two smaller ones have already made their way here into the forest and have attacked some of the Mycanids that they encountered. I would ask if you are willing to go and slay these creatures and bring their corpses to the city for reanimation. Rick is in. And you get. Did we fight tomorrow? I think we did. fought in Morel. Yeah, sounds. Uh, that is the mental image that fills your Yeah. Maybe, maybe not. There, okay. there are also a pair of shambling mounds nearby that have not adhered to our commands. They are unfortunately have become destructive and must be put down. Do you guys have warriors in We do not have warriors. <coughs> the way you would do it, friend of We do not slay creatures unless we must. We bring creatures that have passed back to the grove for reanimation. But we do not end the cycle of things before it is time. But your final path is all else good for you. Yeah. It is efficient. This is a very peaceful thing, it sounds like. Uh, we'd be more than willing to. Be it's not beyond the endeavor, I, I think. Yeah, we're significantly less peaceful. What does a shambling mound look like? His name is Gary. Another, uh... <laughs> Gary Shambling. <laughs> a giant tentacle ball of, uh... Oh. Detritus and foliage, basically, is the impression you're getting. The Grick, other than being a cross between a snake and an octopus. Uh, does it have any special abilities? 
I haven't run into one before. I'd like to know what I'm going to fight. I'm almost positive you guys have fought these things. Really? I don't think it's this one. No, I don't think we fought either. Yeah, I don't like grit. Growl. Almost possible. Oh, that must be it. Must be the growl. Um, why don't you make a nature or an arcana? Well, I'm asking him. I understand. I'm asking everybody. Oh, wonderful sounds. Of kid. Like to ready song. That's right. K I D D R 1 F T. He's a um, an artist out of the Minnesota area who cares about topics so much so that his live streaming has really taken off as a book. And as you know, supporting the show. Also, Sir Koto 51. Your fighting loops have powered this episode. We appreciate you as well. Little by little, artists have been taking production into their own hands. Much like the way I'm shouting into a Zoom in an abandoned bathroom in the middle of nowhere. Anyone can do this, guys. Anyone can make art. On a final note, thank you very much for listening to Dungeon Edits. If you want to reach out to us, we're everywhere and nowhere. And if you don't, I won't feel bad. I'm doing this for kids. Also, not to get too preachy, but why stop now? Get your booster. Yeah, you can sneeze openly in the air and not feel bad about it. Oh, you haven't even gotten your first one yet. Well, that's you're terrible. Have a good day. Lubalum, do you think we should go see the elders before we Fuck deal with these? Uh... It is up to you, friend of store. Although, having done the favor, it would certainly make the sovereigns all the more excited to have you here. Lubalum, have you seen any weird new fungi growth on any creatures around here that you had not seen previously? Hmm. Maybe elvish and Anything that like corrupted? You speak of the ones who came to the grove. Yes, they used plant transportation or something. You don't know magic. Yes, no. Ubalong has only seen the six who came, as you have, through this cavern. Were they dancing? No. What is dancing? <laughs> when did they do, help? Listen, do you want me to show them? I'll show them. When did they come? I said, I said, tried to like mental image of Sarah. This, like this one, oh. but with darker hue. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh. Send a mental image of Seraph, he will, uh, yeah, you're getting immediate, like, ping of recognition. Not that they've seen Seraph, but there were six drow that came into the grove from the other place. And they're still here that you know. Lubalum hasn't seen them. Did they state what their business was? They wished to speak to the sovereign. Well, that's not good. Well, now we have to make a really tough decision here. Should we just burn it all down? 
Well, that's our standard. <laughs> maybe, maybe we should talk to the sovereigns first. Okay. No, let's, let's, kill, let's kill the drow. Just find them and kill them. Oh, wait. I, I do have one question. Sure. The, uh, <laughs> the decision of the sovereigns to stop sharing everyone all at the same time, does that coincide with the arrival of the, um, the dark elves? No. Um, the, uh, quite the contrary. The decision to do the melding differently was made again um, to, to <clears throat> point me to Arjan these creatures concept of time is fuzzier than yours in mm-hmm. some way it's a lot more solid because they do have very regimented cycles whereas most of the creatures in the Underdark do not on the other hand one day is virtually identical to the next for them and once the melding has been done they don't no longer have the distinguishing of their memories versus another creature's memories so things mm-hmm. kind of start to take on a it has happened, it will happen, it is happening. And that's kind of the extent that you can get to it. But through kind of piecing it together, mm-hmm. Stool has been gone for maybe two and a half months. This happened after Stool left. If you had to put it together, it's probably shortly <clears throat> after your escape from Belkin. But before uh, our dark elf friend got his head split open by a mushroom, that was only about a week and a half. <clears throat> okay, so, yeah. Lubalum, have you heard of? As long as what? It's not familiar to me. Perhaps the sovereigns. When you meld, can you choose what you share, mm-hmm. or does it just happen? You just. Make an insight check for me. <laughs> no, no, it's a great. I'm, I'm, I'm flabbergasted by the question. It's such a great question. Ooh, only that one for a four. <laughs> <laughs> well, it seems incredibly confused. And what so am I. Thinking, well, no, no. What you're picking up, Vince? These creatures don't know what lying is. Oh, uh, okay. Like you're, you're basically like, do you? Can you choose? And, and it's like, what? What do you mean? <laughs> when you meld, everything just comes out. Like they have no concept of prevarication okay. or lying. Can you choose who you are communicating with while you're melded? For instance, can we exclude him if we all wanted to help talk? Well, communication can be directed. It's not like everybody's always listening in. But when you do a meld, it's a little bit more than just the rapport scores. It is a full mental bonding. So at that point, it's everybody who's part of the rapport and, you know, who's exposed yeah. to those spores becomes part of that rapport. It's basically just a, a hive mind at that point. Ready to move on? Yes. Move on. We're going to talk or the Sovereign or we're going to do this? Well, yeah. I think we should kill some shit and then talk to the Sovereign. Of course, Fan. Of course. Her. You better build that oh, game. Oh, What? You better build that game when we talk to the Sovereign. You need help, of course. Come with you. Nah, you can stay here. Yeah, stay here. Um, the twins are starting to fade out a little bit without having the benefit of their like <laughs> nature. What? They uh, tire out a little bit more easily than they used to. Uh, so she offers to basically stay back towards the entranceway. Somewhere right around here, there is a large uh, pool of fresh water here. Um, so she just basically says, and um, unless you specifically want him to come with Fargus, will 
will stay there. Don't worry, chums. I'll take care of them. They'll be, they'll be, ah, they'll be safe as houses in my hand. I don't really trust him, <laughs> but okay. seen figure gesture towards Arjun. I protect yourself then. Not very good at it. I know. Now, one of the two of us didn't jump to almost 200 feet straight down to land on his noggin. In my defense, they both made it look so easy. Uh, that's what they do, though, lad. They make it look easy. <laughs> then when you try it, you end up flat on your arse. You have a lot to teach me, I see. <laughs> my advice, my advice, always try it on your own where no one can see. Then do it. Then no one can save you when you're dead. <laughs> so, he, uh, Luma can give you pretty straightforward directions to reach where the, uh, the Gricks are located. So, if you guys would like to head out there, go ahead and put the minis on the board. Can we attempt oh to surprise them? <laughs> Below, yeah. Can we attempt to surprise them? How is everyone at stealth? Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> he has passed without trace. I have passed without trace. Yeah. <clears throat> all right. So, if we're all terrible at stealth and we know that, maybe we should try to get someone to lure the creature into an ambush? I can do that. We are immune to ambushes, I believe. Yeah. Right here, we literally are, yeah. yeah. Never around him. Cannot turn. be surprised. Yeah. yeah, we want to lure them into an so ambush. So we want to surprise them. Yeah. Although, does that get you anything if you lure someone into an ambush? Surprise round, you could go for it. Surprise round. Yeah. You want me to scout? Yeah, scout around a little Ooh, bit. Ooh, just roll on the like dice and just do it. It's just one straight line. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Let me know where this choke point tunnel is. So, so this is what we want. Is this a square cavern? Square is. The Underdark is a big cavern, really. <laughs> Just one big cavern. You're not wrong. Yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> hey, that's the definition of a cavern. It's a thing underground with ceiling walls and a floor. Underdark. 100%. It's all cavern, buddy. Okay. Cavern for days. So, yep. This is a long passageway. This is the chamber that we are going to set up the ambush in. <clears throat> one of those for stool one yeah. this feather bottom. Hiding space. Which means I'm going in here, so you guys should set yourself up here yeah. and here. Feather bottom? Those are my zombies. Oh, sorry. Oh, there's only three left? Yeah. And one is Bob. Right. No. No, it's Bob now. It's Bob, Bach, and Bod. Because I was really going with the Rob zombie joke. That was really what I was excited about last time. Rob zombie is dead. Jesus. So now he had to change all the names. Jesus is a zombie. Ron, Ron, Ron. Zombies do kill with resting. Fantastic. Yeah. That's good to know. Worst flow, I'll stand there. So all your boys should be a full hit once then. Undead, I should say, heal with rest. Rock is known as. Well, they're already dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dwayne the Rock Zombson? I don't know. <laughs> 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 I can't even get mad, dude. But seriously, like, I'm, not, I'm, not even, I'm not even mad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right now with my loadout, I am the ideal bait for something like this. The, uh, the white zombie song covered yeah, in 69 yeah. has 30 Initiative on perception, 19 passive perception, yeah. boots of speed. And I know this because a friend of mine in high school chucks. And advantage <laughs> on initiative. I'm just glad someone wants to be bait. You don't have to vote for someone to be bait. Their plumber cannot have it. You have it. Like. Like, they're, don't get me wrong, like, it's a fun band to listen to and drive and just play. I, I was like, I don't want to do it. I don't think I'm not doing like, it. They really cannot play. It's just studio. So glad he's so full of himself. It's great. The whole thing is like. <laughs> 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 it's like. 
And I know I that I've been listening to a, I know that I've been listening to a lot of Maiden lately, and I've been listening to a little bit of Rush because of Neil Neil yep, Beard yep, dying. Yep, yep, yep. But like, still, that dude's not even playing. No. Anywho, any rules? All right. So uh, zombie side. Making you try. <laughs> so what right. I would like to do. So just for the sake of argument, should I make a stealth check? Um, yeah, well, I'm, with the I'm gonna have you actually do a couple things for me. But the first <laughs> okay. thing I want to do, do is get initial. You don't want to be seen. You don't want to be seen. All right, so yeah, give me a stealth check. There. All right. Three. Great. I have disadvantage on stealth. Yeah. You can't see me. I am hiding well. Hey. You know what? Now would be a good time to compose a ballad flow. Oh, I'm on it. <laughs> Make a perception check, because I assume you are actively looking for okay. it. Not passive perception? Are you actively looking to try to find them? Yes, I would be. You have a band, so, right? Do you actually have disadvantage from playing this game? I thought they got rid of that. Uh, no. Disadvantage, but it's not like. That, that's pretty gentle. 16. To 16. 16 is spot on. It's exactly what you need. As you go into this cave, which is fairly significant, they see you immediately. Uh, but the fortunate news is... I'm sorry, they? You you yep. This large... Oh, 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 crap. The two, the two She's in a very provocative position. But this larger one, so now you understand what the difference between a Grick and a Grick Alpha is. Yeah. Uh, but this thing basically lurches towards you, all of the tentacles undulating as two move out of the wall to come towards you. Would you like to run? Oh, hell yeah. No. Okay. Uh, so go ahead and move your... S Let's do initiatives. Gotta go fast. Gotta go fast. Oh, my God. He's not the only one who's like an 18. Nice. <laughs> I've got advantage on it and only managed to get an 11. All right. Uh, anybody above a 20? Okay, good. Uh, for a minute, I just I blanked out on the fact I asked a question and nobody was talking to me. I'm pretty quiet. We don't want oh, to. Oh, because I asked a question. There's no answer. Uh, 15 to 20. Anyone? 18. 18 for Duncan. 15. Holy swear word, Duncan. 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 Everything's coming up Millhouse. Duncan. <laughs> uh, anybody 10 to 15? 11. 14. The fame. 15. 15. So they get to go first. Oof. So, move both of these right onto and put this one about 30 feet out. We need to put that one right at the edge of the, the map there, right in front of the compass point. Lungs inside squares. So the two smaller bricks um, lurch forward out of the wall towards Nod. Um, you can't see them, so you're not surprised, but they do nonetheless get to attack. Um, so the first one lashes out with its tentacle. It's a 12 to hit. Well, not hit. The second lashes out, and it's a 21 to hit with its tentacle. That will hit. Okay. So it does. The tentacle slashes into you, doing nine points of slashing damage. And then it attempts to yank you towards its mouth to bite at you with its beak. Okay. But it is only a 10. Nod, you are now up. Uh, okay, well, as... A reaction. I'm going to do a um, hellish, rebuke. Hellish, rebuke. hellish rebuke. Thank you. Sounds good. 
Uh, so it makes a DC 13 deck save. It does not make that save. It's really? Yep, it's only got five. Um, which one are you blasting? The one that just hit him, which is number three. Ooh. Wow. Slash him, rather. That's Shit. not bad. It's uh, very good. 22-28. That is enough to instantly kill him. Wow. Lit up. Light him up, light him up. The alpha seeing this lets um, out a horrific, gurgling, bellow screech. It's a noise unlike anything before. <laughs> uh, and then it basically immediately makes a beeline towards you. Uh, so, uh, wait, doesn't it have to wait to... It does. It does. It's going to. I'm okay. telling you what it's doing so that you know that you want to run. Oh, oh, that was not a question. <laughs> I'm just letting you know, buddy. I so. am going to take a disengage action and run my Heidi. 60 Heidi. feet. Sounds good. Nodrix has Heidi's, right? Hmm? That's a no. question. I don't know. Is that what come up? Nodrix has Heidi's. And that is yeah. my turn. It is a question of where the butt starts, but that's a question of everything. Uh, okay. <laughs> well, the, uh, the alpha immediately lunges forward moving um it's got a 30 speed so it will if necessary uh go double to just get towards not or as close as possible so it's gonna double move to 60 which is 12 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 9 10 11 12 there you go does it um trample its own offspring uh it can move through a Friendly swear, just like you guys. <laughs> They're just Trust slimy. Me, you, don't wanna, you do not want me to introduce trample rules for familiar swears. Wow. Yeah. You guys will have a real bad time if you want me to introduce that concept. Or the time right. when you're underneath uh, things. So now, out of the way. Alright, so um, I'm going to go ahead and kick in now at this point. I assume we're just going to, you guys are going to wait for the, the thing to cycle up. You're doing all your prep and everything. Um, so at this point, Nod came in, flow. Um, they only know I'm there. Do they don't know you're there. An action or anything like that? Am I? I was next to the order. Yeah, after. Um, I'm at seven. I'm aware. The alpha. Duncan is holding, Rush is holding, oh. Fane has to hold. Well, the Grix went, Nod went, the alpha went, now it's up to you. If oh. you want to hold. Hold. Can I cast some stuff? Um, you can have something. Cast. Like, what do you want to cast? Uh, I want to start my blade song. Oh, sure. Yeah, and, you can have that going. And yeah, absolutely. Cool. Absolutely. Uh, and Arjan? Uh, I guess if Duncan and Fane want to have anything, um, or sorry, Duncan and Rush want to have anything prepped, they can. It's about to come up, though, so if you do a spell, you're going to lose it. Oh, wait. Miss cool. um, Featherbottom is really nothing for her to do. She holds. Where is she right now? She's the force on Ah, thank you. I couldn't see it from here. Oh, there's so many shiny things. <laughs> okay. Right. Well, at first I was like, why are there all those? Oh, zombies. Uh, okay. Ah, uh, Nod just came running in. At, like, basically, all you saw is assholes and elbows. Like, as he's, like, hauling his butt in there. So he does have a butt. Um, <laughs> he's saying something about, like, much bigger than I thought it was going to be. Much bigger than I thought it was going to be. Um, Actually, so like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. And you can hear, coming down the hall, the tunnel, something that sounds Ooh. like it's taking up most of the tunnel. This is... Uh, oh. That sounds terrifying. Hey, it, it sounds really terrifying. Would you like to do anything uh, in the intro? I would. Can I shoot my pants? Oh no! Oh no! 
Yes! And I'm gonna step up. Is that homemade? No, he got from Etsy. Yeah, $30 on Etsy. So I will choose not to. You should sell that on Etsy for 30 bucks. But I'm gonna step up there and block the door. Well, you know, I am the door. The guardians are in front of the door. It sounds. It looks to me like the Grick is already in its spot once the spirit. I think it goes around corners, probably. I have no idea if it goes around corners. Um. It's a big enough opening that I would think, yeah. Alright. They're spiritual. Basically, it creates a swirling group of spirits that shred anything that comes inside of it. Skills and justice. It's like Cloud of Daggers, but it's made up of dead people. Nice. Can we talk to them? Oh, Duncan uses dead people Wait, Jesus, Fane. <laughs> Get a yeah, grip. He just doesn't make his own views. He just, he, he looks for the environment to provide. <laughs> More than provide. Alright, then that's a wisdom save where it takes damage. Uh, uh, it's a 15 on the save. That's what it needs, I think, right? Hmm? I think that's what it needs. It, it, if it's, a, if it's a 15 save. Yeah, it's a 15 save. 15. But, I would, yeah, I would love to react to that. <laughs> Pull out the loop and just twist the string upward so it's. Boom. How much did you drop? There you go. There you go. It's fine. So now it's at a 13 and it will completely take the damage. Uh, oh. I think our cover is blown. On a failed save, it takes 3 damage. Ooh. Uh, oh, that's wow. That's wow. Uh, 20 radiant damage. Nice. Yeah. Well, technically, it doesn't know that, like, it can't see him, so it doesn't really know that there's an ambush. All trust, it knows is that something well, now. Trust the Travis, we got this covered. Excellent. Um, so that was your spell cast. That's my action, yeah. Excellent. Uh, Rush, do you want to hold? It sounds scary, so I'm going to hold throwing a dart at it. It's already horizontal. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. So, it says, uh, 19. Yeah, I mean, it's got legs, it's moving across the ground. To the best that you know, they climb very well, but they don't float. So, sure, it could be, I mean, it's going to be kind of like flipping a turtle onto its back oh. possibly, or like, more like turning a snake over. New goal. You ever seen an Eastern Hognose snake? No. If you ever get a chance, watch some videos. Western, watch videos of Eastern Hognose snakes. I hate snakes. I, I'm afraid of snakes, but these things crack me up. They're they're not poisonous. Their main defense mechanism is to play dead. So if something, if there's a big predator, the snake will literally go. <laughs> and there's videos of this guy, like, he takes the snake, and it's like. And he's like, oh, it looks dead, doesn't it? Yeah, just wait. He takes it, he flips it, and the snake goes, looks at it and goes. Ah! <laughs> it's, it's hilarious! It's absolutely hilarious! Uh, okay, okay. Um, so Fane, well first, real quick question, the spirit guardians, does that target any creature or only enemies? Anything you choose. Uh, anything I choose. Or okay. The opposite. I designate who's not affected. Because I do notice that you're brushing up against Fane there, and I just want to make sure that uh, he's, he's not having an end of Raiders of the Lost Ark moment. <laughs> no, spirits okay. coming out of the box and carrying him off to hell with all the other Nazis. It makes so, it difficult. I'm not saying Fane's a also, Nazi. Right? I'm just like, saying like. What's up? It makes it difficult. It's right? not makes that difficult to read. Yeah. yeah. Well, because what do you want to do, buddy? You want to hold on both sides. Yeah, I want to hold an action. What's the action? I'm gonna hold, kind of ending my zombies to go knock this thing prone once they see it. So that's really okay. So you're holding your action to command the zombies. 
holding a bonus action. Yeah, sure. It's kind of where it is going to end. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the other Grick from the back there is going to move up. It also has a movement, I believe, of 60. So it will... Um, so as soon as it gets here, it's in the difficult terrain. Yeah. And it has to make the save, right? Mm-hmm. I'll put it there. Uh, it does not make it safe. That was 30 feet. Ah, uh, 16. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, so we can only move three more spaces. 10, 20, 30. It'll yep. try to go diagonal to get out of it if it can. Um, 10, 20, 25, 30. There you go. And it will be actually... Move it one more to the left. Right here. To your left. Keep going. Right here? Yeah, right there. It's crawling along the side of the wall. So oh, it's okay. 10 feet up, which still makes it a tap from a 5 foot square. Would I throw a dart at that instead? Uh, you, I didn't really you know specific. what? You didn't really specify. Yeah. It was basically when you saw something. So sure. Yeah, okay. 100%. Uh, ooh, that's not good. 11. <laughs> uh, 11 will not hit. Yeah. More to the point, hits and then immediately pings off the thing's rocky shell. Well, shit. <laughs> yep. Okay. Uh, Fane, you were holding to have your zombies attack. Are you going to have them attack the this Rick, or are you going to wait for the alpha to pop out? Alpha. Great. Okay. Uh, so the creature has moved. That is all it can do. Nodrick. Uh, can I do half my movement away and then um, prepare an action to move back and attack once it no. comes in? A held action is literally that. It is an action. An action, okay. That's reasonable. If you have like a charge or something like that, like a minotaur could, for example, yeah, that's a fit. prepare to just like charge and move. I will move way the hell back here and I will hit it with an, a couple of Eldritch Blasts. Sounds good. Or not. Jesus, wow. you're rolling really badly <laughs> <laughs> today. All night long. <laughs> two twos. Best bait rolls. Hey, I rolled yeah. two twenties I'm, last did you, week. Did so. you take your um, inspiration? I did not. Would yeah. you like to? Not. Okay, Vince, do you want to tap back and use your inspiration for the the dart on the No. Okay. I'm saving that. Okay. Yeah. yeah you, know, not, you, know, you never know. Never know when you're never gonna use it tonight. Uh, okay. Um, the alpha is going to continue to lurch towards. Um, not. Yeah, it probably will. Is it gonna double? Oh yeah, move? I have to. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead and roll damage again for Duncan. Remember, uh, this is difficult terrain for it. Sixteen. Cool. Okay, so it's half moved through there, so it's got twelve. So that's two, four, six, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Yeah. That's, actually, you know what? Moving one further back because of the thing's bulk having it through there. And then I would like stealth checks from everybody who's not Nod. The first gives me an advantage. Yeah. Uh, it should say on your character sheet. I did look. Next to the skill, do you have a D? If it's heavy armor, on you G. have disadvantage. You got a D there? Don't talk about my D. <laughs> I have advantage on this because of my thing. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Oh, it's up to you. Not good. Not good. Uh, as soon as they see this thing, I'm going to watch no, out. Oh, well. There's no worries. I feel better about this. You didn't say anything in the equipment thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, I trust... I, I would assume that Tim has had uh, 
had had cause to look this up, we can certainly oh, yeah. figure it out after the fact. So if you guys want to look it up while we're playing, sure. I will look it up uh, right now. Okay, so what do we got? Uh, stealth checks? Nine. A two, a nine. Twenty-three. Awesome. Seventeen. Seventeen. <laughs> okay. I feel like so, if one of us is bad, yeah, though, you guys see all of us. So in this case, in this case, what's happening is it's basically the creature is not aware of rush or flow. This really doesn't matter if either of them were rogues. That would be super helpful for them right now. Yeah. Um, as it stands, it's not going to make a big difference, but certainly it's not going to try to attack you guys. It's very focused on the Uh Flow, you are now. Armed. I have that. Oh, I'm sorry. The, the zombies get to go first. Because the zombies have been, or Fane's actually oh, able yes. to send the zombies this in. This is a great plan, I love this. Uh, we can move this to the other side, so I don't know. Yes, that's a fantastic idea. I really have a bad spot whether or not to take out the zombies from my reading. I was thinking about that too. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say. Whoops, sorry, Fane. Truthfully, it has less to do with anything than just your distaste for the zombies. Like. <laughs> It's like, uh, can I just do it and not let him know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so zombies are just gonna make some shove attacks. Sounds good. They're just oh, like <laughs> lifting together like a car. Shove, 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 shove. <laughs> <laughs> One, two, three. It's like a hardcore show. <laughs> <laughs> they love moshing. Oh, oh. <laughs> Alright, so strength checks are opposed by this thing, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, man, why not? <laughs> I think it's getting in. Okay. Oh, 21. 23. Oh. Jesus. That's the next one. A 12. Oh, man. Okay. And a 2. 12 and a 2. Okay, that's a 24. Well, and that is a 22. Not surprised. Okay. It's a big hulking thing, you know? Yeah, it is. Okay. Uh, Arjun. I'm sorry, Flo. So these shoves did absolutely nothing. <laughs> it was right. They're trying to knock it prone, but it's like, it's basically like three drunken frat guys trying to flip a city. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a really scale project. That's the best thing I get to. It's like three guys like, come on, man, team! We're not pushing hard enough. We won the big game. Let's destroy our property. Well, in that case, Can I do appreciation for our team by setting things on fire. Hey, football's coming up. Um, one, to move far enough away where not to really be so enticing. And I'm going to cast uh, Cloud of Daggers. That's 64, no saves. Sounds good. And then one more on top of this. Well, yeah, where does the, how big a cloud is Cloud of Daggers? Is uh, it five by five? Five by five. I believe it is, yes. Okay, I just want to make sure it wasn't going to kill me on the dot. Yep, well, I'm going to, yeah, so let me just the three, five, eight, nine, Five square, five, 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 Alright, that's a 24. 24 will hit. Um, thank you. I mean, these guys' fiends are undead. Uh, nope. Not yet. <laughs> that's 14 radiant damage. That is enough to kill that one. Does it shriek? 
<laughs> yes, it does. Ooh. And I'll move by <laughs> 10 whips towards Arjan as he approaches. He's fearless. <laughs> All right, Dongbringer. Dongblade. Dong. Do your dirty. Dongblade? <laughs> 27? That's a dirty. <laughs> <laughs> Dongblade, meet Dongblade. <laughs> That's great. Can you, can you make me a dong? Alright, I'm gonna use uh, Smite also, so it's 50 damage and then another. <laughs> <laughs> Full has one. It's called the Tilter. <laughs> 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 On guard. It's called the Tickler. So it has little things sticking on the air. My dong blade is for no tickler. It's 18 total radiant damage. 18 total radiant damage. Actually, it's very sex positive. This whole group is. Oh, oh, what was that? Hey, they don't talk about Dawn Blade that way. <coughs> Apparently, um. It's Dawn Bringer, isn't it? Me off. I don't know. Alright. Shh. Don't listen to them. Shh. <laughs> uh, Mr. Bottom is up. He's gonna fly up and assist me with my next attack. <laughs> I doubt it's gonna come to that. Duncan, yeah. you are up. Alright. Move me back in range. Does it move with you? TD yeah. speed. It's like a wedding dress. It's very uh, bulky. <laughs> it has a... What is the save again? A wisdom? 15, yep. It's a 20 on this one. Alright, so it only, ta oh, it only takes uh, half of 11, so 5. Okay. And I'm going to hit it with my fist. And by fist, I mean hammer. Push <laughs> back. Me too. 20. Ooh! That will definitely hit. I guess I will. All the D8s. Oh, shit. Uh, 12 plus 2, 14 points of budget. So Duncan steps up. His circle of uh, spiritual guardians continues to rip and shred into the side of this creature. And then he just bashes the thing directly in the face with his hammer, slaying it. Noise. 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 The zombie starts shoving Duncan. <laughs> <laughs> Easy. Uh, oh wait! It's, it's surprisingly broken. <laughs> Waiting for the bigger alpha alpha grip. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we set up a decent ambush for a change. Yeah. Yeah. You guys want to go look at the, the shambling music? I, I want to check this chamber out. Yeah. yeah, we should check right. out their home and see Where's if they've got stuff. Drop the daggers. Should I just do a little search? Can we get any proof of purchase for this thing to bring it back? Yeah, they like, wanted the, the body of the alpha brought back. Well, I'm not touching this, guys. Alright, zombies, <laughs> get to work. Right. City bus. <laughs> they were going to animate it, and they were going to use it, yeah. <laughs> Only the body of the alpha, not the minis. Not the well, well, well. That was... That was easy. That was actually easy. That was probably too easy. That's that's a... I, you know, I do like a, a really, really tight fight. That was easy. Maybe we're getting too powerful. Maybe we don't know what's ahead of us. Maybe next episode will be someone's last. Well, there's only one way to find out, and that's listen to next, uh, let's just call it month's episode. Yeah, I know they're not coming out as fast as they should, but man... Stuff's tough. Give me a break. We're Dun Genetics. We can be reached at Dun Genetics on Instagram, Dun Genetics on Twitter, Dun Genetics on Facebook. And uh, you look into the fourth moon on Valhalla, 
Esquanar. You may see a small sparrow heading toward the northern tree. And in that tree, a brown Also, the music that you're hearing is from, um, well, Games Brown, who, who they happen to have a, a, a podcast as well called The Suck. That's T-H-E-S-U-C-C. The, the Suck. It's, it's pretty damn good. Yeah. Catch you guys next time. Bye-bye.